You have arrived at your destination. Oh, Brandon. Hoss, how you doing? I'm I'm wonderful, man. I can't complain. Excellent. I, Me too. I went to uh, IKEA twice this weekend. That's right. You had two trips. Twice. To IKEA. Twice. Two trips. <laughs> I went again today. I went yeah. twice. Was it two separate IKEAs or the same IKEA? Uh, it was it was the same IKEA. So okay. basically, what I think happened was we were on our way to the Indianapolis IKEA because they had a dresser that we wanted. Mm-hmm. And we were going to buy some other shit, too. When we got the as we're driving, we ended up going uh, because we wanted to avoid Louisville because of the possible, you know, highway shutdowns and stuff because of the protests that were going to be happening. Gotcha. Um, And it sounds like everything went really peaceful. and That's great. Uh, But so we ended up going Cincinnati, the slightly longer way. Well, just north of Cincinnati, Westchester, there's a there's another Ikea and uh, they had you know the website status had changed to say like hey we have this dresser that you want and i don't know the last time you went to ikea was but that's like a three hour endeavor right because we got there uh Mm -hmm. we hadn't eaten breakfast or anything so we ate lunch Mm -hmm. uh and then you walk through the gallery upstairs and then you walk through the marketplace downstairs and you know Mm -hmm. sam shopping you know she needs i bought so many organizing bins and everything for her walk-in closet yeah Uh, it and I'm glad to have done it because I just, I want her to be happy. She has a walk-in closet that's as big as a bedroom and it's right. a mess yeah. because it just didn't come with all the organizing stuff she needed. So we bought all that. Mm-hmm. It's great. And I'm happy. And I love my wife. She's a awesome. perfect angel. And I, I love her. Uh, expensive. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean the best way possible. She has good taste. Okay. Uh, right. But the problem is we get to the very end. They don't have that fucking dresser. So what I'm assuming is uh-huh. the truck had taken it in. Right. And maybe if we had asked around, uh, we could have figured out if they had it. But then, like, so super early this morning, this is a Sunday morning, uh, the website says, yo, we got this thing. And she's able to do a pickup in store. So she uh-huh. places the order. So I drove, I drove myself back to Ikea today <laughs> to go pick that damn thing up. And we got it and everything's fine. Nice. Uh, but, you know, it's... It's kind of the thing like you build a new house and you you, you bring your old shitty furniture in there and you, you realize real quick, this yeah. looked great in the old house. This looks like shit here. <laughs> it does. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I know every, exactly especially that. I lived in a 900 square foot shotgun house that was built in 1889 mm-hmm. uh, that I bought when I was an incredibly single man. Uh, right. if, you, if you've listened to our older episodes, you'll know how single I was. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah. uh, so, you know, it, you bring all this, sh- you know, what seemed like nice furniture there and it all looks in your now almost 3000 square foot house. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not bragging here or anything, but your couch looks dinky or it looks yeah. ugly or it looks dingy. And, mm-hmm. you know, so like basically every piece of furniture that we had, including my computer table, which is literally on its last leg. Mm hmm. Pretty sure one of these is going to fall down soon. Uh, this table's <laughs> got to go. I've had this computer desk for quite a while. Right. Uh, it is the ricketyest fucking thing. <laughs> and the fact that I'm trusting this much electronics on it is a testament to my stupidity <laughs> and the grace of God. Yeah. And your laziness to not replace it. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I'm finishing the basement right now. So I'm like, right. and, and I've said since we moved here, I'm like, she wanted me to throw it out when we moved. But I said, no, I'll buy a new desk. When it's going into my office, so it doesn't have scuff marks and all that stuff from moving it and shit. Like, right. No, I just I want it to be a nice new desk. And what I've decided is I'm gonna get like three of uh, those IKEA filing cabinet things right. and buy like a ten foot butcher block. Mm. Okay. And that's gonna be my desk. Nice. That's cool. because 
so my new configuration is I'm going to have two 50 inch monitors set up vertically. Uh, and then I think I'm going to have a 65 as my main computer monitor. Okay, cool. Because cool. I'm an idiot. Because you're an idiot and I want a giant. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Is that like I, for the foreseeable future, for maybe ever, I'm going to be working from home. Right. And a lot, you know, the vertical monitors and all that stuff, that's productivity shit, baby. I need right. spreadsheets everywhere. That's true. Uh, that's for true. what I do as a job. So, uh, yeah. but yeah. Uh, you want to talk about comic books? We're not going to talk about wrestling this week because I don't yeah. have anything fun to say about wrestling. <laughs> well, we were going to open up with comic books, and then we opened up with your trip to IKEA. So that's sorry, fine. sorry. Uh, it, it, trust me, this this will be a fairly short diversion. Tell me everything you know about Man Bat. Uh, Man Bat, that is Dr. K- uh, Kirk Kirk Connors, I believe is his name. It is. Yes, Dr. Kirk Connors. He uh, he he was a he was a doctor who believed that bats were the next uh, the next piece of evolution. So he mutated himself into a giant man bat that flies around Gotham and uh, eats goats or something. I'm not sure really what he does uh, in general, but uh, no, my. My first take into Man Bat was actually the very first episode of Batman the Animated Series. That was the first time I okay. lear- it, learned of this character. So That is one of my first uh, introductions to him. Because as, as mm-hmm. I had said before, I haven't gone back recently. I, I got to like episode 8 or 9 uh, right. of the Animated Series. I really like it. I'm going to return to it. It's just yeah. I, I've been busy. I've been reading way too many comic books to watch a show about comic books. Uh, (laughs) What's that one I can read? (laughs) Yeah, what the fuck? I love reading, motherfucker. I got these new glasses, and let me tell you, ever since I got these new glasses and and they fixed my prescription, my last one was fucked up. Um, Like, I I don't know if I did the test wrong. Like, I, I don't think I was drunk. Uh, but I must have been. <laughs> I must have been drunk. Because yeah. I was having this real issue where, like, I didn't like to read anymore because my eyes would get tired. And I thought it was just because I was getting old. Right. And, and no, apparently that's not supposed to happen. Yeah. Uh, you needed better. I was in VR program. one night and I, I wear my glasses in VR. Right. And I started getting, like, incredibly, like, heavy eye tiredness. And Sam came in yeah. and I took the helmet off. And she's like, are you drunk? <laughs> And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, you're wobbling around and you're slurring your speech. And I'm like, you're cross-eyed. And you're like, I'm like, also, you have a beer in your hand. <laughs> like, oh, wait, where'd that come from? The wall. Oops. <laughs> where'd that come from? I'm like, I, 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 I'm not. She's like, she, she's like, your fucking eyes are like, your pupils are huge and shit. She's like, you need to go to the optometrist. Right. So basically, uh, come to find out, I think the last time I had my eyes looked at, I uh, I, I was high blood pressure. But coincidentally, oh. that was around the same time where I was building a house. I had gained yeah. like 40 pounds. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, like just uh, and, you know, like uh, put my wife through college and all that shit. Like, oh, I wonder why my blood pressure was high. <laughs> <laughs> Who could guess? Who would even know? Who could say? Who can say? Uh, but yeah, so Man Bat. Uh, they have yes. relaunched Man Bat as a limited series. I think it's five or six mm-hmm. issues. Yes. Um, I bought the first issue. I will not be buying anymore. Um, <laughs> that, that bad, huh? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And I'm not saying, like, I go out here and buy everything. You know, I've got sure. a pretty 
compared to a lot of people, I got a pretty conservative pull list of what, what I want to read. It's mainly just Batman. But so Man Bat was coming out. I was like, fuck yeah, let's try this. Uh, so it is the laziest written comic book <laughs> I've ever seen. Guess what? Him yeah. and his wife, they get divorced mm. because he keeps using this drug. And he uh-huh. doesn't realize the way that it's affecting her. And it's just like the whole like battered wife syndrome of, I can't keep watching you do this. <laughs> it, halfway through that thing, I was literally making the jerk off motion every time I read one of his thought bubbles. Uh, she just doesn't understand. <laughs> hey, hey, and I, I will, full disclosure, I'll say, hey, maybe it's me. Uh, because I've heard several other people say like, Oh, this is one of the better takes on Man Bat I've seen in a while. I'm like, if this is a good take on Man Bat, Man Bat can go fuck himself. <laughs> I mean, he's got one take. I mean, and that's it, right? Like, that's his take. He 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 he's a mutant guy who like who uh, you know is is obsessed with being a bat, and and it kind of well, no, his well life no up. he's obsessed with you know the the Batman is has too much in touch with his humanity, right? You know, right. like that he needs to truly become the beast to be able to police the city. And, you know, he mm. views himself as Batman's successor to a greater degree kind of thing. Gotcha. And it's just fucking up its own <laughs> ass. You know what? You know what a good take on Man Bat was? Batman yeah. Arkham Knight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That was good. It was fucking Arkham fantastic. Knight. The first time he showed up in that game, when I was flying around the city, I almost shit my pants. <laughs> a, because I'd never seen Man Bat before. Uh, he, B, he had I didn't know who Man Bat was. <laughs> he had an interesting take in uh, Justice League Dark, but it was so different, it might as well have just been a different character. Like, Is that the Scott Snyder run? Uh, no, the, the Justice no, League... No, is that Tinian? Uh, no, Justice League Dark was... Um, uh, um, Oh man, it's the guy that did Fables. I forget. Uh, I forget the guy's name, but uh, yeah, he 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 does a good job doing Justice League Dark, and that that was probably one of the better runs of the New Fifty Two. And oh, so you're talking New Fifty Two? I think Tinian worked on the or, Rebirth Justice League Dark. Re, sorry, Rebirth. That's what I meant. So it might be oh, Tinian. Okay. It might have been Rebirth. It might have been Tinian then. I think Tinian might have grabbed that later run. The same time he had grabbed uh, Detective yeah. Comics. Yeah, uh, okay, but yeah. That, uh, yeah, that might be it. But he 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 was very different. He was like still just he was a man bat, but he was still just more of a scientist than than the giant hulking man bat thing. But you know, well, so. and, and that's the thing with with this with this limited series man right. bat available in stores now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's definitely uh, like he's struggling with balancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, he's like a junkie like and it trust me yeah. they're just beating you to death with the junkie references that like yeah oh like you know I, I i can be good i can be good and he'll be good for a couple of weeks and then oh, oh, oh he's gonna be a man man <laughs> now he's gonna be man man <laughs> just one time just just this one little time i just got a little yeah. i have a little bump i gotta be i gotta right, be yeah, man right. man. Just just eat a guy. <laughs> <laughs> i will say i'm looking at the arts the art looks great um I will it say is that. good art yeah. You know what? I'm gonna as a present to you when you come over. I'm gonna give you this issue, and I want you to have it. And Sweet. I want I want you to throw it away. Uh, <laughs> I want you to burn it and never look at it ever yeah. again. No, I want you to read it, and then if you're driving down the road and whoopsie, it falls out the window. That that that's on me. I that's shouldn't funny. have gave it to you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm the clumsy one. I, I, I knew it. Like, I knew it. I shouldn't have, uh, shouldn't have gave it to him. I knew he'd just drop that out the window somehow. 
Uh, that's a shame, though. But it's always good to talk about uh, good or bad comics. Always. But guess what? Yeah. Do What's it. That? Oh, it's time for the New Destruct <laughs> Podcast. That's right. Because we start the podcast 10 minutes in now. That's what we do. <laughs> but no, Come on. We've, we've okay. been doing this since the beginning. We have. We've been doing it always. Yeah, this, is, this is how we roll in this sucker. But today, guys, we're talking about, you saw it on the title, we're talking about Contra. Contra as a franchise. Hell yeah. Yeah. Original NES Contra, Contra Arcade, um, Contra Hardcore. I'll talk a little bit about that one. Uh it's like, but yeah. yeah, we can kind of let's talk about our touchstones of the franchise. Yeah, because um, I got a few. I, I have some that might be different than you. Yeah, I think ninety-seven percent of Contra sucks. <laughs> but I think the three percent that's not in the suck category right. is like top tier video games. Yeah, it's it's like game god stuff like other than that's you know other than what's not good. It's 100% true. Uh but yeah. Um I totally agree with you there. Uh yeah, so we're going to talk in Contra today. Um and it was sort of inspired by the other game that we played, the newer game that we played today. This yeah. This will be a, a smaller episode, as you as you probably saw on the timestamp of this. Uh, and you'll see video of the game that we're about to talk about yes. on our YouTube channel this week. Make sure you like, subscribe, hit that bell notification, be notified when new videos go live. Very nicely done. Uh, <laughs> yes, do all that and check out uh, check out um, I can, sh- sh- Cyber Shadow. I couldn't remember the name of the game. Shitty Shadow. Shibby Shibber. Shish Kebab. Chevy Silverado. Chevy what? What are we talking about? Is the Chevy Silverado? Rock. How <laughs> strong um, as I can be, Lackerock Rock. Um, but yeah, let. So we've got uh, Cyber Shadow by Yacht Club Games. Uh, Absolutely, of that and very, very Contra esque, very uh, Ninja Gaiden, as most people would uh, probably attribute to it. So there is like, yeah, I I consider it to be. Yeah, and we talk a little bit about this in the in the first look uh, that we did. Uh, but you know, if uh, Shovel Knight was a kind of an amalgamation of Ducktales and Mega Man, uh, this is definitely a love letter to Contra, uh, NES Strider, mm. uh, a little bit of Ninja Gaiden, and some Castlevania. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, when I say Castlevania, I mean it, it about the way that it's demanding mm-hmm. and not the way that like jump animation does like so yeah there there is uh what do they call that where you can move in the jump uh yeah just uh just control fall control jump control air control yeah there you go air control air control control. control. sorry i I blanked on that for a second yeah Uh, but yeah so this game has a ton of air control it's all about uh like split second timing and being able to manage enemies because there are certain enemies that you kill that respawn and things like that. And if you watch the video, you'll understand a little bit more, but we'll talk about it here uh, in a little bit. Uh, But Brandon, outside of uh, cyber shadow, which we'll get to here in a second, like have you watched anything played anything, I know you got something new. I did get something new and I've yet to play it, but we're definitely going to talk about this game because I borrowed this game from you forever ago. But I borrowed it from uh, I, bar- I borrowed your Xbox version of it, and I just haven't hooked up my Xbox. I have an original Xbox. I didn't bother hooking it up, but it's sitting right here. 
Uh, I'll return it to you very soon. Uh, but oh, I do, trust me, I've been running all around my living room, just going like, "Where is that? Where is it? Where is it?" Well, I, I like to give things back if I borrow it. Uh, True. F- five years ago, <laughs> I have a couple of comics I borrowed from your roommate like three years ago, so, and I'm going to give those back to you too. I promise. I read yes. them. Yes, I promise. I read them. Uh, but yeah, Odd World Strangers Wrath HD on the Switch came out, uh, and I got a really good deal for that. Uh, Thanks for cheap. Cheap ass gamer, cheap ass, ga- cheap ass games for pointing that How one much out. was it? Uh, it was like 20 bucks. It's like, yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was it a was good deal, and I've been wanting to play this game for a long time. I, I This is one of like the, this is one of those like X play reviews that I really remember. And I remember watching that game and going, that game looks awesome. And uh, they gave that game like a really good review. And I'm like, that game well, looks super cool. It and was also, it. and I, I'll say this as just, there are five games from the original Xbox. I would actually say like five to ten games from that entire generation, including GameCube uh, and PS2, that absolutely hold up uh, when you just, all you do is churn up the resolution slider. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Oddworld Stranger's Wrath, like Halo 1. Yeah. Um, Halo 2 does not. Halo 1 does. Interesting. Um, you, you've mentioned that before. That's very interesting. Uh, there's a lot of technology about like bump mapping and the way that the uh, revised engine for Halo 2 worked. And we, trust me, we can talk about that in the future. I'm, I'm sure uh, we could have a Halo technical conversation that will uh, it, it ensnare the masses. Uh, <laughs> it, it'll be the way that we go viral, baby. Um, right. But no, uh, you know, and you know, like God of War, God of War 2. Um, but this is one of those games that like held up incredibly well uh, yeah. just because of the sheer quality of its textures, of its uh, frame rates mm-hmm. um, in an era of everybody trying so hard to push boundaries, um, yeah. but not uh, but pushing farther beyond, uh, mm-hmm. you know, some of the technical capabilities of these consoles. Right. Um or if you end up with something like Psychonauts that got drug all over hell and back. Yeah. Uh, where it ended up needing to be a PS2 game, but it was also an Xbox game. So, you know, it's it's the, you know, it, it, it's the jack of all trades, but the master of none kind of situation where even the best version of Psychonauts today, I think looks pretty rough. Yeah. Right. It's still a, a fantastic game that you should absolutely play. Yes. Uh, but I, I think it's just rough. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think uh, Stranger's Wrath is one of those games that when the HD conversion came out for it, I sat down with it for five minutes and went like, well, all right, I'm just going to play through this entire thing again. So <laughs> now that I know that you have a copy over the course of the next like week or two, I'm yeah. going to go ahead and play through that entire game again. Yeah, because uh, uh, I have another HD port of it. I, I need to figure out what the hell it's on. It's either on my <laughs> Xbox or I've got it on some PC store. 2021, uh, right. the, the place where like it's not that you lent a game to someone; it's that you bought it on a launcher and you don't remember which one. <laughs> which one it was? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's hidden somewhere in one of these libraries. I just gotta find it. So you know, like remember the stress. I want to take you back to like 2007 when you would open a DVD box on your shelf and go, "There's no fucking disc in here." Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it's that that same exact like adrenaline, like fear impulse mm-hmm. is when. What the fuck service did I have that game on? Like when we were talking about Cyber Shatter today, I just reformatted my PC, you know, a couple right. weeks ago, and uh, it got uninstalled. 
Yeah. And I'm like, where the fuck do they own Cybershot? Oh, it's on Game Pass. All right. So I was looking through the Epic Game Store and Steam and GOG. And you know, like, <laughs> I, I, I played this game. I, I'm not making this up. Uh, but yeah. So uh, yeah. So uh, I'm really excited to talk about Strangers Wrath of You because yeah. I think it's the best odd world game mm-hmm. with the potential uh like in usurping of the second Abe game was that Abe's Exodus. Right. Um, I like Abe's Exodus a lot. I think it's the absolute refinement of Abe's Odyssey. Right. Um, and I thought it was just so damn cool at the time. Yeah. Um, but I still think Stranger's Wrath is the best game they've ever made. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it always looked great. And I can't wait to play it. It's going to be. Well, and even lot. like the character of like, you know, when, you know, because it's first person whenever you're in shooting sequence, like mm-hmm. all your ammo is little animals. Yeah. Little, they've little all got little personalities. Yeah. You know, especially with you being like such a fan of like animation and stuff like that. I thought that that was so. Yeah. Adorable in the most <laughs> awesome way. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're firing these little creatures out and like, yeah. yeah. Normally when I say something like adorable, it doesn't sound great, but I'm like, no, like it's adorable and it's awesome. <laughs> it's adorable. It's a cute, you're shooting cute little animal. I'm going to poke uh, it and I'm going to love it. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm super excited. I can't wait. So it's going to be awesome. Time. So yeah, play uh, it this week. It'll be great. Yep, absolutely. Uh, one other thing that I've been watching and I just want to go back, kind of, kind of, uh, kind of, um, just kind of fawn over this game again because we we when when it first came out when Mario Odyssey first came out we kind of like met it a little bit after we finished it and then revisiting that game we both kind of had a renaissance of like no this is kind of a perfect Mario game <laughs> you it know? really is and, and we, we we had that revelation so I just want to talk more about it I've been watching uh, the streamer uh, the v, the VTuber uh, virtual YouTuber Pikami play through that. Um, I've I've played a clip of hers before where uh, some one of her Japanese friends didn't know the English phrase that she was saying, and it was uh, uh, "Let's kill the hoe," and it was a meme, and it was hilarious because then she told her what that meant. Um, hilarious little bit. But... I don't know what. It, I, so, all right, it, can I derail this for just like five Ab- seconds? Absolutely. I still don't really understand what a VTuber is. Are um, these like? Are these AIs that are programmed to play video games? No, no, it's just a person, but they they don't show their face. They just have like little little cartoonish characters that. They oh, are. so it's a video filter. Yes, it's just a video filter. It's just like, like oh. it just it syncs with their webcam, and then it kind of like uh you know appropriates like where they're laughing or where they're like jogging their head or whatever. And it's a cute little anime character playing the game basically. But it's a person in front of a webcam. You just never see their face. You see their little motioned animated icon. Um but yeah that's the that's the bit and she's just playing she's a she's a she's an actual Japanese woman that's just playing a character that's the cartoon character, right? Um, and she just has like a really cute voice and does like little voice acting bits and it's adorable. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's absolutely adorable, but she's playing through Mario Odyssey and it's just really a joy to like watch her enjoy parts of that game that I really, you know, like, like resonated with. Like she got to the part last week, she got to the part of the, the, the new donk city festival celebration and she was just having a blast. And I, it just, I don't know, it just put a smile on my face. Like, just to watch somebody experience that thing that, like, I really enjoyed. I loved that festival part of that game. It it blew my mind. And you even told me about it. You were like, there's a part in New Dog City you're really going to enjoy. 
And I did like it was it, it's just great. And then watching somebody else experience that same amount of joy is just a lot of fun. So, well, and, and I'll actually say, like, I do this in a slightly more like I, I almost voyeuristic way is that like whenever <laughs> there's something like entertainment or uh, video game or whatever it is, I put mm-hmm. it in Sam's hands and I go to the other room. Yeah, right. Because. I, I don't want to give her the pressure of I want you to laugh when I laugh or I want you to enjoy what I enjoy that kind of thing. It's like I, right. I want to I want her to encounter it on her terms. Right. And you know, it, like one of the first experiences I ever had with that was Animal Crossing. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. her just yelling from the other room. Yeah. David, <laughs> David, my neighbor is a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, sweetie. <laughs> I know, sweetie. I love you. It's great. You know, it, <laughs> It's just yeah. it's 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 one of the like the, the most affined joys uh, that yeah. I've ever had is that uh, yeah. you know, uh, sharing your joy with someone else. And, and, and I make this I'll make this like a PSA to everyone out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, don't don't try too hard when it comes to your joys, yeah. because my wife hates horror movies. Right. I'll never ask her to watch one. I have a right. shutter subscription and I watch it when she's away. Right. Or when she's asleep. Right. And like, I love horror movies and I will for the rest of my damn life. Right. Uh, but that's just not a joy that we share together. Don't right. feel like everything that you're into, you need to share with someone else. Mm-hmm. And I say that as, you know, we might have like people in their teens or twenties listening mm-hmm. to this that feel like oh, I need to be in lockstep with everything. My wife is not into comic books. She doesn't <laughs> like video games. I mean, other than Animal Crossing and a couple others, right. uh, you know, like there, there's yeah. so many things that like, you know, I used to think were paramounts of my personality that are mm-hmm. absolutely fucking unnecessary right. when it comes to compatibility with a human being. That's my right. PSA for the week. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and <laughs> even in, and even in that, you know, it's like like you said, like, yeah, she's she's not like a video game person or whatever, but you do enjoy when she enjoys one like Donut, like Donut Valley and um, Donut, uh, Ca- Donut County and Animal County. Crossing and Katamari yeah. Damacy. Yeah. And, you know, like I. Trust me, I, I've, I've seen her have these experiences and I'm like, and, yeah. and she's like, I wish I could play X game with you, but, right. but she just doesn't have the dexterity yet. And I'm like, right. just yeah. keep, keep playing. Yeah. And yeah, we'll exactly. get there because right. like the last thing I want to do is force her into an experience. Like I'm trying to back my way into uh, us playing Diablo together. Right. Yeah. Cause I think mm-hmm. that would be a really good one. So mm-hmm. My next uh, pet project with me and the wife is we're going to play my- Minecraft Dungeons. Yeah, because that's a uh, like you said, yeah, it's a very a very beginner level. Yeah, you know, there's no stakes. It's pretty mm-hmm. simple. Uh, yeah. And if she doesn't equip the best gear all the time, it doesn't fucking matter. You know, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So, there so we yeah, go. that's that, that's my PSA for the week. Uh, as somebody who. You know, like I struggled with a lot of identity about like, uh, you know, at a certain point I was convinced that I needed a woman who like, you know, she was just into the kind of shit I was into heavy metal and, you know, video <laughs> games and, you know, right. horror movies. And uh, and then I found out most of those women are fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'm being I'm being mean. Yeah, no, of course. They're, they're yeah. not. I, but like, you know, I just I couldn't find anybody compatible that way. So just right. don't yeah. feel like, you know, for you to have. Uh, you know, a quality relationship that you, the people need to line up everything exactly. There, there's a reason why you compartmentalize your time. Right. Although it's weird to compartmentalize your time when you're all in the same house all the time. So if you both work from home and you live together and 
mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, she wants to watch The Masked Singer and you want to watch The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It might get difficult. Yeah. I hope you have two TVs. Yes. <laughs> hope, you got, hope you got two TVs. Go in your separate rooms and watch your preferred form of entertainment. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. and the Masked Singer this year, I, I don't know. I think it's... It's awful, but I watched him have a good time with a nice smile. So sure, yeah, absolutely. All right, but uh, that's all I got. Uh, you got anything for today? I really going? don't. As far as yeah. like you know, stuff I've been goofing around with. Other than Cyber Shadow, let's talk about yeah. that. Let's talk about Cyber Shadow. Let's talk about this this uh, this Yacht Club games. Uh, one more of their big love letters to the NES SNES era of gaming because the new the Genesis. Uh, of of gaming because that's what they really love. That's what they love to do. Um, you know, I'm assuming that Vert that uh, that uh, Vert uh, that Vert did the um, uh, the music for this one again because I think he does all of Yacht Club's games uh, music. Uh, they capture that beautifully once again. Um, beautiful parallax scrolling backgrounds, pixelated art styles, um, and the the old Ninja Gaiden cinematics. You know, the little where it goes into box, you know, like the, the letterboxing and you, you get a little bit of a story in there. So I love that game. I, I yeah. think it's yeah the look of it, the, um, so I feel like this game is while still maintaining a lot of, you know, we talk a little bit about this on the show. I don't want to rehash too much of this, mm-hmm. but whenever people say like, Oh, this is like an eight retro eight bit inspired game. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one definitely uh, is not. Uh, this one uses a color palette of the mm. NES. It's pretty similar yes. to it's constricted mm. largely in the same way that the NES color palette was. Uh, but as far as like the soundtrack goes and as far as movement and the games that inspired it goes, I would yeah. say this is largely uh, a 16 bit affair. Yeah. Um, mm. And to, you know, <laughs> to the younger generation, like, Fuck it, man. I don't really notice much difference between the NES and SNES. It's like, well, you weren't there, motherfucker. You don't know. You didn't see it. You didn't see it happen. (laughs) Do you remember the old uh, Dreamcast commercial uh, where it was uh, the quarterback from the 85 Bears? What was his name? Uh... Yeah, is it Fridge? McMahon? McMahon. McMahon? Yeah, McMahon, yeah. Uh, Yeah, where he's sitting there and... him and like Kobe Bryant, uh, no, it was Allen Iverson, uh, because yeah. he was on the cover of NBA 2K and Randy Moss and a bunch of other like video game characters sitting around a table and he's chewing on a cheeseburger. He's like, You don't know what it was like back in the Genesis days getting back beat by the same whack play over and over, <laughs> over again. And that's right, I remember that one. Yeah, I, commercial is burned into my fucking mind mainly because, like, I think when I was camping out to get a Dreamcast, I think I saw that commercial. A thousand times, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So the uh, the color palette and a lot of the look and the sound of this is incredibly Genesis. Yeah, um, more so than anything. So I would say that uh, this game is a distillation of Ninja Gaiden, uh, only in very tertiary kind of ways, and I would say that in the in the way that the pickups are doled out. Right. Um, Strider for the NES, mm-hmm. not Genesis Strider, not Arcade Strider. Right. Strider for the NES. Very specific um, game. <laughs> Very yes. Um, the uh, uh, the other one I would say is Contra. 
which mm-hmm. is a game we'll talk about here in a little bit. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, the the way that they kind of distill all of those actions into one game while mm-hmm. also adding way more interactive elements than you typically got in games out of this era with the exception of possibly uh, Metro... Uh, the Super Nintendo Metroid. Super Metroid? Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're I've fine. had a very long day. I woke up at 8 a.m. and started driving to Ikea. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, with the possible exception of uh, Super Metroid and right. you know, the games that would follow after that. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this game's incredibly uh, inventive in a lot of ways. I love... Uh, so when I was talking about the Genesis-style graphics, the fact that their background layers, especially like if you look at like Sega CD or Sega 32X games, where mm-hmm. they leveraged both processors and one f- to do like all the background layers and one to do all the front the front facing sprites and stuff like that. Right. Uh, this game it, at certain times when you scroll will have three or four uh, different parallax layers behind uh, the main gameplay layer, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. which I just think looks so good. I, I right. think. Uh, what did you think of it? This was your first experience with it other than maybe like some YouTube videos, right? Yeah, no, I thought I, I enjoyed it uh, very much. And I, I was, I was already kind of eyeballing this game uh, from the start. Um, Cause I loved yacht club games. I loved uh shadow Knight or uh, shovel Knight, shadow Knight. Um, <laughs> I love shovel Knight, And uh, I was really excited about, you know, this one. And then it just sort of, it sort of like went into my memory hole and then it just came out like, Oh yeah, they were talking about this game forever ago. Um, and then I was like, hey, man, have you seen this game? And yeah. you're like, oh, shit, oh, that came out. Shit, that's right. <laughs> like, Oh, shit. Yeah, club. Uh, so it, it was really cool to, to, to see what they had done. And of course, it's a big love letter to those things that we mentioned. But um, yeah, I, I loved the I loved like the enemy placements, like how every room just had like this swarm of obstacles that were that was daunting, but not you couldn't overcome it. You just had to think about it and work on your placement and then practice at it in certain spots and nothing felt unfair. You know what I mean? Well, and especially early on, the, you know, the one thing that it does uh, that like Contra does mm-hmm. is if you stand in one place, Contra will throw a lot of fodder enemies back at you multiple times. Right. They don't go on forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you stand in one spot, it might throw more soldiers at you again. Yeah. Whereas some of these enemies, you kill them once. And if you don't get off that screen quick enough, mm-hmm. they respawn a second time. Right. Uh, and I showed you that there's some enemies that partially like they're vent like, you know, kind of lasers. Right. Um, that they only partially spawn. Mm-hmm. So if you hit them, they'll spawn the second time and then they're fully open. Yes. So then you yeah. fucked yourself. So then you have to kill them the second time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's there's a there's a certain measure of restraint mm-hmm. that you have to use at this with time. Yeah. Uh, which which I really respect. Yeah. I, I think this is super cool. Yeah. I like the way that it doles out its pickups. I like the way that it uh does easily digestible checkpoints Mm -hmm. uh, with a couple of drops here and there, but it's more about like, you got to go from checkpoint to checkpoint Mm -hmm. and you might get a health drop. Yeah. You know, and uh, just like Castlevania, there's like wall chicken equivalents and things like that, where there, you know, there's some walls that you can attack to get things. And as you go on in the game, believe it or not, they actually get harder and harder to detect. So just like with Castlevania, it might just start swinging at every wall that you get to just to see if there might be some behind it. Right. So, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. 
Love it. Yeah, it's a great game. I, I, I eagerly await to play it. I'm going to get it on everything. It's available on everything. We're not going to go. Go go watch our video on it. Go subscribe, all that stuff to our YouTube video and our YouTube videos, and you'll get a little extra little talk on it. Our first look. Yeah, it, we talked a little bit like, you know, feel free to comment on the video or, uh, you know, comment on our Facebook or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you want to see us play more of it, I'd love to do a, a you know, full run through of it. Yeah. Um, you know, we're talking about doing some more playthroughs, uh, this year. Like, you know, we, we've talked tossed around the idea of hollow Knight. Yes. Um, as something where me and Brandon both appreciate it and have bounced off it for different reasons. Mm -hmm. But I think if we joined our forces together to play through it, I think we could, uh, get through that. So if you want to see us play through that, you know, that's also something we can do as well. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I think that might be one of the better videos we've done in a while because I think it really succinctly shows you what that thing is in about what fifteen minutes. Yep. Yep. Um, pretty much get the gist pretty quickly. <laughs> it's like I think that game fucking rules. Yeah. And it's on Game Pass. Yeah. So yeah, it's also on you know PS4, PS5, you know Xbox One, mm-hmm. Series X, yeah. Switch, uh, you know PC. Uh, but if you got Game Pass, you've already got it. Yeah. So yeah. Let's go play uh, it. Go ahead and give it a whirl. You'll love go it. Go play it. There we go. Cool. Or you might not. But guess what? If you have it on Game Pass, yeah. you're not risking $20. Right? It's true. <laughs> it's very, very fair. It's like, uh, let's get into what this uh, game inspired us to talk about, uh, which also inspired the game itself in a lot of ways, very clearly, especially with that boss. That boss battle was very Contra-esque. Um, let's talk about... Very vertical. Yes. Yeah, so let's talk about the Konami classic uh, Contra. Um you know, dead with every other Konami property, pretty much. <laughs> I don't know. Konami's back in games they, lately. They are. Uh, they, they have said that they are uh, making a new uh, Silent Hill game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, one would assume that someone is working on a Metal Gear. Right. Yeah. I, I would. I would. Who knows? It might even be Kojima that's working on the next Metal Gear because it sounds like the Konami of today yeah. is a different Konami than it was seven years ago. Yeah. Especially considering that they were all in these... Uh, uh, you know, workout centers mm-hmm. and potchy slot, you know, yeah. you know, areas where that you ha- basically haven't been able to use in Japan for the last year. Right. I'm sure they're more than willing to make a deal with you for some money. Yeah. I, I think they were, I think they were pretty much like, Oh, we should probably have different avenues of things. And that, that video game thing we were doing was pretty good. And I can understand them just moving on to something else. Video game production can probably be insanely frustrating, and it was probably much easier to get into those fitness centers and pachinko machines, you know, and you know, cause like you just make them, you sell them and they, you know, that's it. You know, I'm sure a sl- I would assume that a slot machine that makes you millions of dollars does not take five years to make. Exactly. Yeah. So I can definitely yeah, it might not make you a billion dollars right. like a video game. could. It's true. But it's true. But it, uh, but it takes it, it takes a few months yeah. to make a m- millions of dollars as opposed to five years to hopefully make a billion precisely and you know to to kind of like I, I can understand their 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 reluctance to to dive into something is like uh or to dive back into something like video games but yeah like, they have a lot of really good properties that could easily make them a lot of money uh, if they just spent the time to do it you know uh and i understand that they like had the falling out with kojima and everything but like imagine if they threw silent hill over at him again you know like hey what if you want to maybe do that thing that we that we were going to do maybe, maybe call up Guillermo and uh, like, like, you know, that Norman Reedus guy, Yeah, you know, that guy, you got him in one of your games. You want to, 
he's he still likes to work, right? He's like, yeah, you know, don't you? Just, his gig's about to end, right? right? It's like his gig's almost. But his price is going down a little bit, right? Yeah. So I, I, I would be excited to see some more stuff from Konami and maybe step back into some Contra because Contra was a good. Uh, well, we we talk about it a little bit. The good Contra was really good video games. You know, like it was the, the good Contra games are really solid, heavy hitting video games. Um, you know, there there are so many like. There's so many like uh, movie property games that like LJN did or like some other ones, you know, like, uh, you know, they did. I think they did Terminator. They had a Terminator game. They had a Total Recall game. They had that Wolverine game. Yeah, they had had a bunch. Just those games and garbage trash. Absolute (laughs) trash. I was like LJN is a very interesting company to me. Um, But uh but that's the thing is like there's all these games that like very clearly are trying to be contra clones and they're just not good at it and no it's a run and gun video game it should not be difficult to do this it's contra's not the first one of those you know it's like it, it shouldn't be that difficult but for some reason contra just kind of had the feel down there, there there's something about it to where it's like it's one of those games that's like easy to pick up hard to master and and when you master it, it it feels really good. You know what I mean? So, I I, I think that uh, you know Contra, uh, it's two iterations. The arcade and NES are both have their strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, when I think about Contra, right, it's NES Contra. Yeah. I can still remember mm-hmm. the first time I saw it. Right. Yeah. So I guess like some PTA member <laughs> in our neighborhood yeah. who had a couple of kids decided to watch the neighborhood kids mm-hmm. when all the other parents went out to go do something. Right. I don't know what it was. Right. But I remember we were over at somebody's house I'd never been to before. Right. And we had an NES. Yeah. And this was this was eighty eight when the game came out. Mm-hmm. Um and they had just gotten this game like for somebody's birthday or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had never seen a game change perspective before. Oh, and it blew my fucking mind. That's right. Cause you have the, you have the, the side scrolling and then you have the back, the back view uh, level. Well, you have the side scrolling yeah. and then you have the, you know, the infiltrate the base missions. Mm-hmm. And then you also have the vertical level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Granted. Well, there's only one vertical level. It's the water. Yeah. Level. Yeah. Uh, but I remember just being, fucking entranced by that game i was just like what is this yeah yeah and i still think today that given its limited color palette that contra might be one of the best looking nes games i understand that its sprites aren't anywhere near as detailed as they are in other games Mm -hmm. but i think because the sprites are so limited that they're able to use so many more colors on screen right uh to fill in the other elements, yeah. uh, which I really appreciate. Yeah. And uh, we can't have any conversation without talking about the Konami code. Yes, of course. Uh, the, probably the most famous usage of the Konami code, the uh, uh, up, 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 down, down, left, right, BA start, uh, left, right, left, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. Yeah. Up to twice, twice. Yeah. Uh, up, to, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, which is two separate YouTube channels uh, and BA start. So, uh, it's used in every Konami game, right, of the NES era. 
Most of them, at least. Uh, it's, it's usually a lot. Yeah, it, it's usually um, something. But that one will give you, for Contra, it gives you the... Uh, how many lives is it? It's full lives. 30. 30, 30 lives, yeah. 30 lives and uh, continues, correct? Uh, well, you still get the same three continues. Oh, that's right, yeah. So, so, uh, but I believe on your... Mm-hmm. Uh, on your subsequent continues, you only get three lives per. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, if you if you're you know schlubbing it up, yeah. and you die, you might as well just quit out because you've only got three lives to make it through this next level. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. So yeah, the, the thing about the Konami code is that like you know at the time that I got Contra, yeah. after being entranced at this family gathering, right. Um, you know, I was a scrub. Yeah. You know, like I, I had gotten to the world eight castle Mm -hmm. in super Mario brothers. Right. You know, we had played a bunch of track meet and duck hunt. Yeah. And I think we had like Dr. Mario. No, we didn't have Dr. Mario. That was later. Mm. Uh, we had like maybe three games, four games. And when we got Contra, like, you know, I was terrible at it, but the 30 lives code, right. And the assist mode that it gave you. So if me and my brother were playing together, so it was up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA select, which went to two player mode and then start. Mm-hmm. Um, that gave you the ability for both of you to have 30 lives. Mm. So you could leech off of someone else's lives. Right. So like my brother was better than me at first mm-hmm. and then I would leech off his lives and then I was better than him <laughs> and then he would leech off my lives. Right. And then eventually we got to the point in, I think it was 92. Wow. And we decided we were going to, we were going to finally fucking beat that game with three lives and we beat Contra with three lives. Wow. Uh, but we had both gotten much better video games at that point, obviously. Wow. Um, but uh, it's one of my few gaming feats that I'm in- incredibly proud of. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first time encountering the arcade version of Contra yes. was in like 2007. Mm-hmm. This is Super C, correct? Is that the right one? That was Super No, no? Super C is a different game. Is- that's the sequel. That's right. That is the sequel. It's the arcade version of the original. That's right. Gotcha. I'm yeah, No, yeah, I'm talking Contra as Contra. Yes. So in 87, it came out in arcades. Mm-hmm. In 88, it came out on the NES. Right. So in 2007 or 2006, maybe I'm thinking it's 07. Mm-hmm. Uh, they ported that game at uh, the arcade version of Contra. Uh <laughs> to the Xbox Live Arcade, which is a quarter-sucking nightmare. <laughs> I'm going to give you the best parts about it. Right. So Contra Arcade, like many Konami arcade games from the era, was built for a vertical monitor. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got so, it. So mm-hmm. it has a, like, basically 16 by 9 ratio monitor that's tilted vertically. Right. Uh, basically like your phone. Right. Um, so I, when I played that, I thought that I I hated the game at first, right? Because I'm like, all of these like side scrolling sections suck. Right. But, uh, in the, the base sections, it gave you more view of the landscape. It also gave you a map and let you know how far you were through it and how close you were to the end of it, which I thought was cool. Mm -hmm. It also gave you timers, uh, which was nice. Uh, to let you know, like how long you had to, you know, blow up the base and stuff like that, because in the arcade they were trying to suck quarters out of you. Yeah, 
So if you didn't blow up the base in a specific time, you lost a life. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, I think you just had to continue, which meant you had to throw another quarter in it. Right. Um, so the, the other thing about it is that uh, I thought the success of that was that the waterfall stage, the I'm going to kill my brother because I'm a dick stage mm -hmm. uh, that everybody remembers that ends up with the yep. boss with the spinning spider hand kind of things. Mm -hmm. uh, that stage is fucking fantastic <laughs> in vertical mode. Right. Because you can see like multiple, multiple jumps in front of you. Right. Um, and it all that also means that it will scroll slower, which means that you because they didn't want people to get in a fist fight at the arcade machine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't want them. Whereas to on the NES, you can outrun your compatriot. And if you're higher than them, the screen will continue to scroll and then they die. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, also, obviously, the arcade version looks way better. Yeah. Obviously, um, the graphics would be better. It runs on Konami's, uh, you know, hardware. I, I believe it's the same hardware that ran like Time Pilot and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, compared to the NES hardware, like, you know, it's if you go look at screenshots of it, it's, it's crazy right. the difference between the two of them. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and it ends in, in the way that you'd expect something from 1987 or 88 to end. Mm -hmm. It ended on a level that was basically inspired by aliens. Right. Uh, yeah. The, and the it kind of goes com <laughs> completely tits up. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The, the HR Geiger inspired graphics, which are, you know, very, uh, very prevalent, which are things. nowhere in that game until the last stage. It's, it's crazy. It's true. Yeah. You know, you have like little hints of that kind of thing, but then you get to that last stage and it's just, it's straight up aliens. Like, it's just like, Oh, we're, we're in aliens now. This is, this is Geiger. We're, well, we're here. It, all the other stuff like the, you know, like the spinning arm boss, uh, you know, from the waterfall stage and stuff like that. You just kind of, you know, uh, trump that up to, I mean, these people made weird machines, and then you get to the final stage, and you're like, yeah. "Oh, these are aliens!" Oh, it's it was aliens. I'm not saying it was aliens, but but it was. But it was aliens. <laughs> but it was aliens. So yeah, it it, it was very cool. Like it it, it uh, I remember that being just one of those games that like I I always knew existed. You know, it's just like one of those that just has always been around. I don't even remember like which one of my friends had a copy of it. If we had the copy of it, like. I don't remember if I even owned Contra. Like, I, I don't think we did. I think some friends of ours did. Um, it went on my birthday list. Yeah. Immediately after that sleepover. Yeah. I said, I have to have this. I have to have and this. I don't even think I had to wait until, like, my birthday. I think it was something that I was, like, just so insistent on that, like, uh, Konami games. Like, so, like, Metal Gear and Contra and several others. Yeah. I think we're kind of uh, in that. 88 89 era mm -hmm. were something that they kind of ran on a discount regularly because they were trying to just shift more product rather than worrying about you know getting $70 a game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that and Legend of Zelda 1, right, were like the two of the memories that I have of it not being a special occasion in a game show. Though. Right. Yeah, cuz you wanted it that. That was the ones that you really wanted. Yeah. Exactly. Well, in Legend of Zelda, I don't even think I ever asked for it. Right. It just showed up. Right. And my mom was like, here, here, here you go. maybe she worked with somebody that had just said, like, you fucking got to have this for your kids. <laughs> uh, my parents, my, my parents are very good to us. Right. So like, you know, I, yeah. I, I, I can't say this enough. You know, like, uh, you know, it, 
they they were very good to us without spoiling us. Yeah, I would say. I, same um, same with me. I, I I would absolutely agree. Like that, that's we, we probably had a pretty similar parenting experience. I feel like. Um, yeah, it like you know, they just they loved the idea that we were having fun. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. my dad was always one to kind of like have you like he to make sure we had a good time with something, but not completely exactly. spoil you on something. Yeah, either. So, uh, you know, make you and, make you feel like yeah, you earned so, it a few times. You know, stuff like that. But oh, but, uh, trust me, I busted my ass in the yard. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Precisely. You know. And uh, but let's let's talk about other contra games. Yeah. Because this is what yeah. I consider. You know, I said this at the yeah. beginning of the show. 97% shit in my view. Right. And 3% the greatest games that have ever graced video games. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um cuz that cuz again, there's there's Super C which I just think is a bad game. I don't think so. I hate the top-down sequences. I yeah. think it sh- sucks. It's not good. It's not a good game. Oh, and guess what? It's if you hate Super C, yeah. you'll hate the arcade version of Super C. It's even I'll bet. Worse. I'll bet. It, 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 it's 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 a game. That, it's a, not since Gauntlet, yes. the original Gauntlet, yeah. have you found a more coin sucking nightmare of a fucking video? Yes, <laughs> it, and it feels cheap in so many different ways. It's, it does. It's a quarter sucker, and it just like in you know when you want when you have that in your home console experience, like it sucks. Like I remember hating that game so much. Like like I did not enjoy that game at all. Like. Um, and and this was like years ago before I had like any kind of like real opinion about video games. You know what I mean? Like like why why do I not like this? Like why does this? It's not as good. What is it about it? I wouldn't even know. Couldn't even tell you what it was. But back then. But nowadays I do absolutely know. It's cheap. It's cheap deaths. It's it's bullshit yeah. deaths. That- Robocop for the NES that I fucking somehow got to the last stage of. Holy shit. You got- I have no idea why I did that. Holy crap. I can't believe you get to the last stage of Robocop. That's impressive. If, if you'd like, I could probably reproduce that sometime. Yeah. I, that- because I, I, man, I, I spent so much time on that. If you want, I can get you the Technodrome of TMNT. I bet that- within. Wow. Uh, within five tries, I bet I could get you the Technodrome. Yeah, that that'd be interesting to do because uh, I, I I've been to the, we've been to the Technodrome back in the day, and it was it was a nightmare, but we did it. It's bad. <laughs> it was a nightmare, <laughs> but there it was. Um, yeah, man. But Contra's Contra Super C just is not great. Um, I never played Operation C. Uh, Contra Three Alien Wars. I don't think I played either. Um, so Did you ever play that for the Super NES? Uh, That's what that was for, right? Yeah. Isn't that Super... Uh, well, yeah, because they'd already called something Super C. Uh, Contra yeah. 3, The Alien Wars, that's the Super NES game. That's the, that's the SNES game, yeah. Okay, so that's the really shitty one that I'm thinking of, right? Or is it... That's, that's, it's, no, it's fine. No, it's no. A, yeah. It's one of the few fine ones. Yeah, yeah, it is Super C is the one I'm thinking of, but uh, yeah. yeah. Super C sucks. Super C was terrible. That's the I, one hate I hate Super C. Yeah, that's the one I hated. Yeah, Contra 3 is fine. Yeah, that, that's, the, that's the okay one. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Contra Force, I don't think I ever played. Um, that one I never played before. I don't either. Uh, but the Genesis, uh, Contra Hardcore, uh, we played that a lot. Incredible. Me and my brother. Top tier. Love that game. Absolutely love it. It was at the arcade you beaten last it? year. Super happy about that. Have you beaten it? What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've beaten that game. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a good time. It, it was a gr- I loved Contra Hardcore. Like that, that's 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 probably. Apart from the first one, that's my favorite Contra game. I'll go ahead and say it. 
I don't think there's one that I like. There's one other really good one that I remember. I don't know if you enjoyed the other one I'm thinking of, but um, Contra Hardcore was was is my favorite by, by far, by far. I had a ball. I beat that one uh, without the Konami code as well. Yeah, nice, nice. Uh, if you'd like, we could do a series where we try to do that. I would love to play it. You, I know you had Contra Hardcore, so let's do that. <laughs> like. Um, I have it on, uh, it's on the Genesis Mini. Nice. Oh, that's right. It is on Genesis Mini. We should do that. We should do that. Absolutely. Um, those things get really hot when you try it, it's, to it's, web It's really them. hard. It's really hard. Oh, it's really hard. Oh, it's a hard game. I remember how hard it was, and uh, we played the heck out of that game. Um, uh, that one, I, I uh, the Genesis Mini, I was able to stream that last year. Nice. Uh, because it doesn't have HDCP on it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, so that one, I think we should be able to capture that, that one fairly easily. Cool. Awesome. Well, we will try that out. Um, I don't know if I played really any of the, I never played Legacy of War for PlayStation. Um, never played that one. Uh, Contra Adventure. I don't even know what that is. I couldn't even tell you what that one is. Uh, see the Contra Adventure. That sounds bad. It looks bad. I don't know what this is. That's a PlayStation. A lot of them were. Yeah, that's a PlayStation one. Shattered Soldier. I never played. I never played Neo Contra for PS2. That's the PS2 era ones. Uh, the next one I did play in 2007, uh, Nintendo DS Contra Four. Uh, that game's good. I liked that game. I very much enjoyed that game. I liked the the the, the DS scrolling. Like they utilized that really well. That helped with the vertical levels. Really cool. You're talking about the vertical levels in that yes. way, but yeah, it utilized both screens in a, in a, in a cool way. Um, very hard to capture that thing for let's plays because like, you know, it's not, it's not a one-to-one like split. So it's, it's, I have, uh, I've, I have some frames that we can use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I have a really good emulator. Yeah. So all right. Let's be able to get some of that. Maybe so. maybe get some of that in there. But that's a good game. I enjoyed that game. I remember playing that with my friend with uh, with my roommate uh, back in the day. Or no, that was after my roommate days. But I remember playing it with my friend, and that was a lot of fun. It was it was cool just to have a, a an old classic style contra game that looked. Cool. And that was that was one of the single cart games, right? Yes, yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was cool, man. One of the things I loved the most i think i've talked about this on the show before i'm sure Mm -hmm. about like me flying to japan yeah and having uh a nintendo ds and a bunch of other people on the flight also having ds's and us playing mario kart together yeah yeah one of the most fucking amazing (laughs) communal (laughs) video game experiences i've ever had in my entire life that's cool like, awesome. Let me tell you, like the idea that one person could have a cart mm-hmm. and it could spread to everyone, yeah, was <laughs> the smartest thing that they ever did. <laughs> Having things spread to and, everyone else is a pretty twenty twenty thing to think of, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, yeah, it's very cool. That, that, that's awesome. Continue, sorry. And well, yeah, like when I when I was working in a in a video game store, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, hey, we need to buy two Nintendo DSs." Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, why do you need to buy two? It's like, well, I have two kids. Right. I'm like, all right. So here's all the single card play mm-hmm. uh, multiplayer games that they have. Like, wh- why do we? Why would I care about that? I'm like, because you don't have to buy two forty dollar games for mm-hmm. the kids to be able to play together. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's it's wireless sending, and it was super slow and stuff like that. It's like it might take me a minute, you know, to download the track for them to be able to get in the game, but they can still 
do it. Right. Uh, that Nintendo Wi-Fi connection stuff that they had with the Nintendo DS was super forward thinking. Right. Uh, in in so many ways. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I, I is there any other Contra games of note? Uh, there is one that I was one that came out last year was shit. Was it bad? I never. Or was that was it nineteen? Uh, or was that, was that Rogue Core eighteen? Was that Rogue Core? The one you're yes. Yeah, that was 2019. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The game is complete garbage. The only other one of note that I can remember that I never played that looked cool uh, was the one by Arc Systems, um, uh, Hardcore Uprising, I believe. Uh, oh, Hardcore Uprising. While not a traditional, right. uh, see, that's why it's called Hardcore Uprising. Right. Was that a lot of the guys that went on to work at Arc System Works? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the people that brought you Blaze Blue and, you know, a lot of other, you know, fighting games and stuff like that. Right. A lot of those guys actually were the people who made Contra Hardcore, a game that, you know, that we've, we've just spread some effusive yeah. praise upon. Nice. I didn't know um, that. Did not know that. Yeah. So uh, the guys at Arc System Works, um, you know, couldn't. It, in the same way that they made Blaze Blue mm-hmm. was because they didn't own Guilty Gear. Right, yeah, mm-hmm. that's why guilt. That's why Blaze Blue exists, right? Is because they didn't own Guilty Gear. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, they also had a bunch of guys that had worked on you know Contra Hardcore. Okay. And they couldn't use the name Contra, so they made a game called Hardcore Uprising. Interesting. Uh, yeah. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that that is backwards compatible on the Xbox. Nice. Um, if anything, I own it on a 360, so we should capture some footage of that because that is a really, really hardcore, interesting yeah. uh, video that I would like to make with you because I think it's outside of the conversation of what we're talking about today. I mean, it's before there was Dark Souls. Yes. There was two games right. of the modern era. Mm-hmm. I consider it to be Mega Man 9. Right. And Hardcore Uprising. Okay, awesome. Yeah. That were designed to put a fucking high heel in your crotch. <laughs> and and may, and feel so good while it's happening, right? Oh, trust me. I, I, I relished every second of it. Uh, and, yeah, I think in the future, uh, put this on the list. Mm-hmm. We're... we're we're in we're in the process of building the list yes of yeah. uh fucked up things that we need to play together yeah uh to test our friendship right <laughs> um and one of those should be hardcore uprising. yeah absolutely it looks interesting it looks really cool and I, I, I would like to play this uh i remember learning about it a while ago and i i thought it was another contra game because it's always kind of listed as one i didn't know that it was an ode. well it is well yeah it's it's like an ode to i would say you know because it doesn't have contra in the title let's say I think the reason that ever that it will end up on those pages mm-hmm. is that that was a franchise that had gone dormant. Right. And then they made Hardcore Uprising. Right. And then right up, if I'm not mistaken, right after Hardcore Uprising is when Contra 4 came out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it was one of those things where Konami, uh, Konami was listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so very cool. So and it kind of in the same way that like, you know, once... You know, like everybody was, you know, feverish over PT and it being pulled off the store and all that kind of stuff. Konami listened again. Right. And apparently they're building a Silent Hill game. Right. So, you know, this is, you know, something that, you know, 
whether that game ends up being what we want or not, mm-hmm. the fervor over it, if people are thirsty enough for it, yeah, they're going to make something. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, but uh, what I want more than anything, and this is just me. Yeah. Is, you know, after, you know, the announcement last week of TMNT, what is it? Shredder's revenge. Yeah. I, I just want, I want, Contra NES two right not Super C, I want I want a sequel to that yeah a, a new and yeah I get it I get what you're saying mm-hmm. you know I want a sequel to that game yeah totally agree totally uh, agree. yeah I, I I'm excited man that 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 that's cool I I do like the idea that like you know these games kind of now again. The last one they did was Rogue Core, which was apparently bad. I, I don't remember it. Uh, but oh, it's shit! It's shit. <laughs> Trust me. Go look up yeah. footage. The, the last shit. It's interesting because the last real game, apart from uh, Hardcore Uprising, that was 2011. Um, wow, was it that? Late? Yeah, it was that late. It was that late in the PS3's okay. life. Interestingly enough, um, where Contra Four and Contra Rebirth on the Wii, the Rebirth is just a. Is that just a, a remake for the Wii, or is that a? A different game entirely. It looks sort of. I think it's the same thing. I think it's yeah. just like a, a prettier HD. Yeah, yeah. So there's Contra Rebirth, and those were the last two games. The rest were like uh, was a mobile game called The War of the Worlds. Uh, Evolution was a mobile game. Uh, uh, Contra 3D and uh, uh, Neo Contra. Those are slot machine games. That was when Konami was getting into that stuff. So they weren't even actual games. Oh, they're still into that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, and then there's Contra Return, which is just a mobile game. It's free to play for yeah. So it, it like they never like Contra Rogue Core was the first game in God since two thousand and nine, two thousand seven. <laughs> well it's official. It, so it, if you want a small description of why that exists. Right. Uh not to you, Drag this out too long. Yeah. Uh, the reason that, that exists is that at the launch of the Switch, yeah. they made that Bomberman game. Right. Mm-hmm. And because everybody that bought a Switch was so fucking bloodthirsty for content, especially stuff that was multiplayer, and oh, I could, I, I need an excuse to buy like four more Joy Cons, you know, that kind of <laughs> shit. Right. Um, you know, they had that eight player, or 12 player Bomberman game. Right. Uh, you know, at the launch of that. And that was the first game that Konami had published since Metal Gear Survive. Yeah. And previous to Metal Gear Survive, other than soccer games, that was the first yeah. game that they had published since 2014, 2015. Yeah. When Metal Gear, what, what Metal Gear? Metal Gear 5? Five? 5, yeah. Yeah, uh, and so you know th- that was th- kind of the idea was that like you know th- that Bomberman came out and it sold like a shit ton, right? Like, they ended up porting that thing to like the PS4 and the Xbox, yeah. And it didn't sell fucking anywhere there, right? Uh, because those people weren't quite that hungry, right? Um, also, but yeah, yeah, it, it sold so well on the Switch because there was kind of nothing else out there. Yeah, it, that would be the only reason that game would sell well because that game sucked. But <laughs> well, they fixed. I will say they fixed it. Oh, did they? So yeah. when it came out, it had this like 3D isometric view to it. Ugh. Yeah, uh, yeah. And the problem is that obfuscates a lot of like your view towards things. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Trust me, like 
if this was 1998 and you showed me like, oh, Ms. Bomberman, it's 3D and shit, I would have been blown away <laughs> and would, would have been able to like uh, kind of get over a lot of like, oh, like you know, some of these things I can't really see and I lose sometimes because I can't quite see the way that things are going to angle. Yeah. Uh, our character has come back. Uh, you know, right. <laughs> Johnny Bomberman is back. <laughs> um, but You know him. Uh, no. <laughs> you know me, you love him. Uh but no, like the uh, the idea, like in 2017, the idea, like I just want to see the fucking board, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You don't a. I have Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. You don't need to me. You, you don't need to impress me with what the fucking Switch can do, right? Honestly, just give me a view of fuck. Oh, I'm blanking another game. The uh, the game for the Dreamcast with the cat and the mouse. Uh, Choo rocket. Bang! Choo-choo. Just choo-choo rocket angle me yeah. of straight up and down. <laughs> Let me know how this works. Yeah, exactly. uh, yeah, I agree. I totally agree. It, it, but it, that's it, man. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Contra, baby. Let's let's see a new Contra. Come on back to the Contra game, Konami. I'm ready. You're coming back to the games. Come on back to Contra. I'd love to see a new one. And more. Oh, don't even build a new team. Just yeah. contract with Arc System yeah. Works. Uh, you know, with Hardcore Uprising. Yeah. As you'll see on our channel soon, I'm, we will make a video of this. We should, we should definitely. Uh, Next time I come visit, hook up the 360, I'll bring over the Elgato and we'll, we'll play that. Because <laughs> my great. stupid razor rip jaw thing <laughs> just doesn't work. Yeah. It just doesn't. Yeah. Rip saw, not rip jaw. Rip saw. Rip saw. Yeah, yeah. That thing, it worked exactly three times. <laughs> I streamed the TurboGrafx Mini. Right. <laughs> my Sega Genesis Mini. <laughs> And the Super Nintendo Mini, and then I've never gotten it to work again. Wow, <laughs> I've never gotten it to work again. Jesus, that's terrible. Uh, I was apparently pushing too many pixels, man. It was crazy. <laughs> it was like, pi- man, sixteen bits. What the <laughs> fuck? What? That's too many pixels, man. I can't deal with that. Oh boy. But uh, and also, I'll, I'll end on I'll end on one thing here. Right. So it's been a strange week at the Rocky House. Uh huh. Gotcha. So. All of the RGB in my wife's computer uh-huh. broke when we moved. Right. None of it. So basically, it was just like she had a glass window, and you're like, oh, I can see some computer parts in there. Uh-huh. No RGB. Right. Last week, it started working. Gotcha. Today, the Monster Energy Drink fridge mm. that I have that's from a convenience store here mm. in town Yep. that my wife got. Uh, no, the, not my wife. My mother mm. got Mm-hmm. My wife got it from my mother, right? That, from like ten years ago, right? You know, you know, like the little mini fridges that have the glass front that have the lit up glass. Mm-hmm. I have one of those in my office. Yeah, the light has never worked. Right, it works today. It just started working. Eh? <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying is that I think my house was built. On an ancient on an Indian burial ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I hate it! I hate that we've known each other long enough that you were going to say ancient Indian burial ground. Right? <laughs> yeah, I feel like we, we've we've seen the same we've seen the same horror movies. We know what's going yeah on. yeah we, we we we've done this. We know what's but, going on. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but if if you want to come over, yeah, uh, yep, you'll be able to see illuminated beverages. Very nice. Very cool. So. Yeah. My oven does that. Sometimes the light will just be on, and other times it won't. So, I don't know. Weird. Uh, but Hoss, well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. 
think we're done. Brandon. Yes. It's been an absolute pleasure. Absolutely. As always, it has been a pleasure to speak with you about video games as we do. Uh, one of one of my greatest friends in the world. <laughs> That's I, I appreciate that. You are one of my best friends as well. I, this is getting sloppy and I'm getting a bit revolted by it. So we're going to we're going to end it there. Uh, oh, fine. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, but in 2021, we can't be friends, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not after 2020. You know what you did. <laughs> Get in the social horseshit. Let's do it. Yeah, man. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for being on with this episode for us. This has been the Video Destruct podcast. You can check us out at videodestruct.com. Check us out at destinationcomics.com slash DNN. On Facebook at Video Destruct and on Twitter at Video Destruct. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Hoss underscore buddy, H O S S underscore B U D D Y. I talk about video games, uh, Man Bat. Yeah. Video games that are, uh, <laughs> that are good. Yeah. Comic books that are good. Yeah. Fuck it, man. Good time. Just give me a, give me a subscribe and we'll have a good time. Yeah, absolutely. We'll have a good time next week as well, but we're out of time this week. We gotta go. Mm-hmm.